the grand finale We coming through with the Madden family And only the baddest athletes gonna survive When you see four or five of my guys Piling up on top of you in front of your eyes Feel the impact, dual shock, start the kickback And hey, yo, it's Madden 2001 You need to get that And feel like you in the game playing for real It's like royalty, so nil It's like hot one NFL fans, welcome to another edition of This Week in the NFL It is Turkey Day week I'm your host, the Cowboy, joined by the three, the the other two members of the three-man booth. First, John D'Amato. How you doing, John? Ah, uh, beautiful. Glad Fresh to get it together. Victory. Oh yeah, tremendous. The Penguin rises. Oswald Cobblepot playing and like an MVP. With it not needing an introduction, Cowboy Senior. Senior. Are we in the uh, we in the holiday spirit over there? We're recording this the day before Thanksgiving. Absolutely, you, uh, I've been some stomach prep to prepare for all the eating tomorrow. I've been running around picking up things like sweetbreads and pastries and a turkey dinner for someone. So I've been I've been an errand boy today, but we're coming off a very nice weekend of football. Had a great time at a sports bar with with cowboy watching the one o'clock window. That was pretty special, and I say hit a trifecta this weekend. Here's the tri- here's what the trifecta was: the Giants didn't lose, the Pats didn't lose, and the Steelers lost. It's a great weekend. <laughs> All right, there it is. The uh, so senior and I did watch, you know, watch the Steelers game, and it went it went kind of as expected. Brown Steelers, a lot of defense. It really felt like one of those games the Steelers were gonna was were gonna pull out at the end, and as soon as they had one that they didn't pull out at the end, bye bye to to Matt Canada. What do you think of that, John? You think that the the new coach, new offensive coordinator thing could inject some life into this offense? Yeah, it it, it has to. Uh, they they must have hit rock bottom because. Uh... Yeah, as uh, as the boss pointed out in our, uh, our sports chat, that as the Steelers haven't made this uh, a midseason uh, move to fire a coordinator since 1941. So, uh, man, man, Canada was desperate uh, times there. It's definitely something. That's not how uh, uh, Tom likes to operate with with, with the rare decisions. But the, and they had no choice, and and, and I was surprised too. I I, I was kind of surprised that 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 their defense did, didn't hold down. That they let. Uh, uh, DTR Thompson Robinson get get him down there for that for that field goal at the end. Uh, I thought they were going to pull it out too, but it, it didn't happen. So those are it was a nice it was a nice drive. And, uh, yeah, nice yeah. drive by Thompson Robinson. And at the end of the day, I mean, I I actually when Senior and I were watching, I said the same thing. I said, oh, I'm surprised the Steelers defense gave up that drive. But if you take a bigger picture look at it. I mean, the Steelers defense <laughs> played a fine game. You know, they gave they gave up 13, right? Like, that's got to be enough to win in the NFL. And, you know, the Steelers offense consisted of one good play the whole game. Yeah, which one was run. <laughs> the Jalen Warren touchdown run. Um, Pickett, awful. It was it was just a, it was just a, I know that the Browns have a great defense, but it was an especially ugly performance by the Steelers offense. So you can understand the move and hopefully, hopefully the, the replacement can well or not. Hopefully senior, right? Hopefully for the Steelers fans, the replacement can inject a little life into the offense because this is a good defense. And, you know, they do have a chance this season because of the 
you know, the fortunate victories over the uh, over the first half of the year. So, you know, you know what they're thinking is, you know, we're lucky to be where we are. Schedule, schedule, you know, we get Cincinnati this week with Jake Browning may not be a whole lot different than Cleveland with Dorian Thompson Robinson can't go out and lose another game 13, 10 or 10, six or, or something like that. So senior going to put right on, right on the spot with a prediction Pittsburgh at Cincinnati, Jake Browning getting the call for the Bengals. Who do you like? A couple of little things. And then I'll make the prediction. Number one, the day before they made this, it's a historic move for the Steelers to do something like this, as was pointed out. They were called out by my favorite ex-Steeler in the media, Ryan Clark, who I really like. He he went on a rant after that game and said to let this keep happening and happening and to have still done nothing. The offense is this bad and you've still done nothing about it is completely inexcusable. And he always backs up the Steelers and talks about the family that they are. But he said, it's time. It's inexcusable. So maybe they listen to Ryan a little bit. And the other thing, John Not Najee Harris came out publicly and said some stuff after oh, the game too. Yeah, and no. he's really not known as a guy to do that kind of thing. You know, they say like, he's an incredible locker room guy, but his value ends there. I mean, right now their one play they had on offense was by the guy that should be getting the majority of the carries instead of Najee Harris plodding along one yard, half a yard, and a cloud of dust. But anyway, as John pointed out, this team is that you know he's six and four. It's a rabbit's foot. You know what are the chances that Burrow goes down right before they play them, and then they got to play him again this season? They haven't played him yet. It's like everything has fallen for them. And they're still going nowhere. Um, okay, there, there, there's a lot more I could say, but I, I won't take it all. I want to comment about this division. We'll we'll talk about it after. But you want my pick for this game? Now I know, I know. Normally, when I make picks, and I would probably be a better predictor if I could be objective when it comes to certain teams. When it comes to certain teams, I just I have so much trouble picking them. And I I have to admit, it's a, probably a flaw. And putting doing a podcast, I should try to be objective. All that being said, Jake Browning and the Bengals are going to beat him. All right. So we have Senior on the Bengals. Senior, I think your your unobjectivity is what the listeners tune in for. So please, please, <laughs> please never change. And John, I don't know if you caught that, but... I, I talked about Najee Harris, you know, the, the kind of I was getting at. He's a leader on the team and he came out in the he came out in the media or said some stuff. And senior pretty senior said you know, shit on the field. He, he may be a leader well, in the locker room. Senior did he, did. he did. He did. He did. The it was almost like the I'm going to uh, say this dude. with all I'm going to say this with all due respect, which means, you know, something horrible's coming. He says, yes, he's, he's known to be a great leader in the locker room. But boy, is he a horrible running back. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you, senior. Uh, uh, John, who do you got here? Uh, I'm going to go with the, the offensive coordinator bounce uh, and, uh, and and go with the Steelers in, in a tight one. Maybe it'll break uh, 20. Uh, 
the uh, the Bengals. Uh, you you would say you you mushed them about a a, a month a, a month or two early where you, with the lost season, and then you know we thought that Burrow was going to come through, and then what happened Thursday? Uh, and now now your lost season uh, pr- prediction uh, d- definitely uh, definitely came through, and and it was such a shame because we were we were all pumped for that Thursday night game, and uh, Burrow goes down, and Andrew goes down. Uh, you know, with the with the hip drop, which is going to be the next tackle that's going to be outlawed. Uh, you know, a lot of guys getting hurt over there, and it was just a, it was just a disastrous uh, Thursday. It, it kind of made you depressed. It was, it was kind of like uh, I'm kind of done. You know, I, I think they they could do away with the Thursday games. Uh, with all this, but it, it, it's not just Thursday, you know, every game's uh, having a lot of injuries, but, but you saw that, you know, it was so psyched for that game. And then it was, it was, it was just such a downer. It was, it was a shame, but those are the breaks. And uh, yeah, lost year for the Bengals and I'm going with the Steelers, but uh, opposite of senior though, looking ahead to that schedule, boy, uh, talk about the rabbit's foot. Yeah. You got, you got Cincinnati twice. You got Arizona, you got that team in new England, uh, Seattle looks like uh, they're going into the shits. Uh, Indianapolis is like their t- at Indianapolis is like their toughest game. So sorry, but I see uh, I see I see uh, Tomlin pulling out an 11-6 wild carder here. So senior senior that the Patriots game Patriots Steelers if it doesn't I don't know if it has the ability. That's to your be, Super Bowl. I don't know if it has the ability to be flexed, but it is a Thursday game. And yeah, I'm not sure. If about there's the, one thing I know, I know about Sunday, senior. Sundays it's that Mondays. he may be he probably would it wouldn't kill him to see a hip drop tackle or two in that game <laughs> well uh, hopefully it's not on Najee Harris because you know him staying on the help field him. will help your team win <laughs> yeah I mean looking ahead to that game the Pats have a chance in that game because the Steelers don't score the Pats defense is isn't bad the Steelers can't score on a decent defense they were they were a joke they're six and four it's a joke and get them in the playoffs, that'll be the only worse team in the playoffs than the team that comes out of the New Orleans Saints division. <laughs> I mean, the Saints might be. I mean, might be. We might be doing the Saints a disservice there, senior. They might be yeah. the Steelers. Um, I said they are. I said that'll be the only worse oh, got team it, got worse it. than that. Than got it. I miss. I miss. I misunderstood. I should have known. That is. That could, and, if, and if it's not the Saints, that'll be a team that's worse than Ritter and the Falcons if they get in. <laughs> um, sorry. Well, you can argue that back and forth, but I Who like you got, Cowboy. Who you got, Cowboy? I like, Pitts- <laughs> I like Pittsburgh in this game. Um, in the in the year of the backup quarterback, just armchair analysis of Browning strikes me as more on the the DeVito side than on the Dobbs side. So I think I think he or the the, the Boyle side, as we'll talk about later. Um, I, I, I just don't he it didn't look like he had too much. So I think it's just such a it's such a downgrade for Cincy. And then with with the offensive core, new offensive coordinator, you would think that that person is, is going to change some things. Um, so there won't be as much tape out there. So at least for one week, the Steelers may get to 20. And I think 20 probably is enough to be, to be Browning. So good game, I guess, important game for the playoffs. Cleveland, nice win for Cleveland. First, uh, no, with officially no Deshaun Watson and, Say I, I I thought Thompson Robinson obviously if you watch the game was pretty up and down. The Steelers are a tough defense, but that drive at the end was encouraging. 
to see the kid do that and then to see his his emotional reaction after the game. Um, and he's just a kid, right? So, like, they feel like they're they're in a better spot to potentially overcome not have – and Watson wasn't playing that good, obviously, right? To potentially overcome the, the lack of a quarterback than some other teams. Um, they go to Denver, the official – the official that now now that our teams are out of it, the official team of the this week in the NFL podcast, Denver Broncos. Let's ride. So Denver on Sunday night, Minnesota at Denver. Who would have thought a number of weeks ago when we were looking at the primetime schedule and saying, what's this piece of craft game that it would have such <laughs> playoff implications and it was actually a really enjoyable game to watch. Um, Denver did a bit of what they've been doing this season, which is that they ended up winning ugly, right? They, they couldn't put the ball in the end zone the whole game until it mattered most. Their defense played well. So their defense has played a lot better recently. And that is a that is a nice home win for the Broncos and one in which Minnesota played well as well. And Dobbs, I think, you know, Dobbs has his flaws, but I think as far as a as far as a backup goes, He's probably good. He's good enough to get them to the playoffs as well. So we have a real interesting game. Cleveland at Denver. Denver coming in, I believe they've won. Is it four in a row? Four in a row? And Cleveland. Yes, yes. Cleveland sitting at seven and three. So, John, how do you see this one going? I I love this game by the way. I think it's a John special, too. Yeah, maybe, maybe a little more uh, scoring. Uh, Cleveland sometimes, like you saw in that Raven game, sometimes they give up big plays. Uh, in, uh, but, but, yeah, but Denver doesn't really make big, big plays. They, they kind of matriculate uh, down the field. Uh, you, you saw, though, uh, like Russ, uh, that's like the story of his career. That fourth down play was, was phenomenal. And, but, but you wonder, like, well, why does he always make it so hard? Like, like even if in his days with Seattle, he would he would make it so he would he, he would you know have horrible plays on second and third down, and then just make always make these miraculous fourth down plays. It it, it seems like he could make it easier on on himself, but that was uh that that's what showed you how that that he could still be a special player. And uh, but uh, yeah, I look for them uh, for the home advantage to to squeak it out over the Browns. And uh, with uh, with Thompson Robinson, it, it, it's what you uh always bring up with these, uh, you know, with these uh, half-assed quarterbacks. Uh, the main thing is, you know, just make those decisions quick. He only took one sack and he at least, he didn't exactly light it up, but you know, one sack, only one turnover and just, you know, at least give your team a chance. Uh, you know, unlike what we see with the, you know, some of these other disaster quarterbacks. And that's pretty much what Dobbs does too. Although the more he plays, you, you see why he's kind of limited. Uh, you know, he, he did put the, you know, make a couple turnovers in that game, but that was a, that, that was a great game that uh, Broncos Vikings. I really enjoyed that game. Uh, yeah. It, it, looked, it, do- it looked like a disaster on the schedule was, uh, it was a, it was a very enjoyable game, but I'm, I'm going to go with the Broncos to pull it out over the, over the Browns. This Jobs week is a little, is a little turnover prone. He was like with the Cardinals as well. He was a little turnover prone, but he does, he does make a lot of plays too, so it's a little trick or treat. But but he's certainly not perfect. Um, senior, who do you like here? Well, you look at the Browns. This is I'm going to throw a couple of stats at you that are pretty interesting. Dominating defense. They're passing. They're they're um, 
touchdown to interception ratio this year passing is eight touchdowns and 13 picks. And you could say they have a decent running game, but not great. So where's the offense coming from? And if you dip in a little further, Thompson Robinson is zero touchdowns and four picks. And Philip Walker is one touchdown and five picks, which means that Deshaun was a major upgrade when he was playing. He had that. His his touchdown turnover ratio is actually on the positive side. So, but to be seven and three with that kind of offense is such a a tribute to their defense. But is it really sustainable? You're tied for the best best record in the AFC with with an offense that's that bad, and now you don't have Deshaun, who gave you a little bit of positive. And I also believe I heard that their their offense has turned the ball over more times than any offense in the league. How are you possibly seven and three? It's my, as far as I'm concerned, if you hand out the when you really look into that, if you hand out the MVP right now, it should be Miles Garrett because he's he is the, the you know the the as much of any quarterback is to an offense, he is to that defense. But I don't think it's really sustainable. I don't I don't think they're going to end the season tied for the best record in the AFC with an offense that's that bad. You know, if they if they had Deshaun, I would say Super Bowl contender, but with no quarterback really. I mean, these two guys are nothing and they signed Flacco. That's not going to be an answer either. I don't think I don't think they're going to do that. And all that being said, okay, now I'm going to be objective because I, I'm not a, I'm not a big Sean Payton fan. You know that, but I have to admit that since they gave up that 70 points, they've to the dolphins, they've done an incredible job of turning it around and they're an exciting, fun team to watch. As you said, the game last week was just a really fun game with, they beat a good Minnesota team, Denver at home. I'm, I'm going to say they're going to be able to score enough points against the very good defense to win. You don't have to score a lot because their defense is playing much better. So yeah, a close, low scoring game. Let's ride. I'll pick the Broncos. All right. So we have, (laughs) you got, you're putting me in an awkward position here. So (laughs) I think the game's a toss up. So Cleveland, the one, the one thing you can do against Denver, their, their run defense has been, it's improved, but it still has not been, has not been great. Um, that that helps Cleveland, right? That's the, you know, I think the game they want to play, right, is to take the take the game out of DTR's hands as much as possible, pound the rock. You can do that against Denver. Um, so because of that, and because the last thing I want to do is jinx the Broncos here, I'm gonna go with I'll go I'll go with Cleveland. A very unconfident Cleveland pick. Three point three point game either way. DTR, all right. All right, boys. A lot of good action this last week. A lot of good action. Let's talk about the uh, we have we have Thanksgiving. So, it's very 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 fun fun week this week. We have three games on Thursday. We have the brand new Black Friday game which you know, looked fantastic on paper coming into the season and now is, you know, not so much, but We'll we'll all be tuned in anyway, and then you know still 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 have primetime games on Sunday night and Monday night. So looking at looking at Thanksgiving, seniors Lions, 
were given one heck of a scare by Justin Fields and the Bears. Um, senior, you 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 would you you kept on mentioning the stat while we were together. Um, it was negative about the Bears. Was it twelve road games in the division in a row that they had lost coming into that game? Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. So that was number so. Real tough way to go to number 13 for the Bears. They had this game, and Detroit, um, as good teams do, came in kind of snatched victory from the jaws of de- from the jaws of defeat. They have a Packers team coming to town. Who we talked about this last week. I think we all picked the Chargers, but I think we were all kind of in agreement that it wouldn't shock us like in, in, at all, at all, at all if the Chargers lost and. Sure enough, the Chargers lost um, a game that you look on paper. They should have won this game by 20 points. They just that team just finds a way to lose and needs to fire their coach. Green Bay, Jordan Love had his best game of the season. Brought the brought the Packers back from behind um, multiple 20 yard passes. I think the thing we have to caveat all of that with is it was against the Chargers. So. Senior, does Love come back down to earth here against a real defense in Detroit? Or do you think that the Green Bay gained some confidence from that Chargers win where they're going to make this a game and potentially spring the upset? You know, I I think Detroit's a really good team. And good teams are going to have those games once in a while, right? Like they had last week. It happens. You know, it happens. You know, the Jets have beaten some really good teams this year, you know. (laughs) The Patriots, they have, you know, in their few wins, the Patriots beat the Bills. You know, these games happen, but a real good team that finds a way to win that, it's pretty impressive. Um, (laughs) If if the personnel was dead even in this game, I still, I give, I always give Dan Campbell an advantage over most guys. He's doing a great job with that team. I I love his fire. I, I think... You know, you if you're the Packers, yeah, you went against a team with talent last week, coached by Staley. But also, um, I felt bad for Justin Herbert. I pointed that out to you while we were watching. I thought he played a a great game. You had the drop that everyone's talking about by Guyton at the end, which was an, an incredible Johnston. 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 Quinn, Johnston. Quinn, Johnston. Right. Johnston, which was a just a really really good throw. You know, a high high level throw. You had Keenan Allen very uncharacteristically drop a, an easy touch drop. I don't even know if he put his hands on it. It hit him right in the chest, and he tried to catch it with his chest. I mean, they should have won that game. I mean, that's that's just the stuff that happens. You know, the only way you said we would, we all said we wouldn't be shocked, even though the Chargers were a much better team, and Green Bay's really not a good team. Well, the only thing, the thing that I'm most shocked about is that Staley still has a job at this point. I mean, he should have been fired a long time ago. I don't know how that guy still has a job, but no, I, I think D- Detroit at home, they, they're Thanksgiving, their traditional game. That place is going to be rocking. Campbell's going to have the boys all fired up. You just almost slipped last week. Don't let that happen again. I see Detroit rolling all over the, 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 the really a, a bad Packers team. John, uh, th- this is a e- easy uh, Detroit pick, but uh, unlike Senior, I, th- I think uh, Green Bay is going to uh, going to keep it close on uh, Thanksgiving. They're, uh, they're, they're, they're lo- love. Lo- I haven't I haven't seen too much of them, but uh, 
obviously from the stats of struggling, but uh, a, a couple of games he's uh, he might be getting it together. It's a little too early to say that uh, he's a total bust. Uh, you know, this is his first full year as a starter, so I, I look for them to uh, put put up some points and, uh, and and keep it respectable versus uh, Detroit. Detroit has given up a lot of points uh, in the game before versus the Chargers. They had given up a lot of points, even though the Chicago game, most of those points were attributed because uh, Goff had an uncharacteristic game with a lot of turnovers, and uh, they really had to fight back. But uh, I I think it'll be close, but. The, there shouldn't be a way that, that that Detroit goes down in this because uh, they've been the laughing stock for years. That that everybody says, oh, on Thanksgiving, you know, we got to watch the crappy Lions at 12:30, and now they finally come in. They could come in with their chest their chest puffed out. They're eight and two. I think that's the best record they, they've they've carried into a Thanksgiving game since like the 1961 or something like that. So uh, they they really better back it up and uh, and come through with a victory. I I don't think it'll be a blowout. Green Bay will show up too, but uh, Detroit by 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 four. All right. Well, well, we will uh, we will make that a clean sweep. Um, yeah. I, I Detroit's just the better team in my opinion, and they're at home. It's Thanksgiving. It's a national stage for them. You know, this is this is the kind of game where you you know I think they've already arrived. But where you really, if you're if you're if you're a good team, you don't lose this game. So. Roar, senior, right? Lions. There you go. They're going to run on that defense. Big Montgomery day behind that offensive line. Oh, they have two They have two very good running backs. Right, but the power running is Montgomery. I think that's what you're going to see mostly. And then we have um, at 430, or I'm sorry, yes, 430, um, Commanders at Cowboys. The Commanders coming off a, a loss in a in a scintillating performance by one Tommy DeVito, John. Yeah, Paisan uh, came through. Uh, the, I, I don't know if it uh, if if, the, if it's just because of the commander's uh, horrific uh, secondary and defense overall. Uh, I, I don't know what it was, but uh, that that's going to be a uh, one when on Black Monday when Ron Rivera is uh, lo- looking looking at his uh, his failure as a coach. Unfortunately, a great great guy, and and he's had a lot of success. Took a, took a team to a Super Bowl, but that's not working out here in the Commanders. You talk about Staley and Rivera. Or, uh, they're the top two on the Black Monday list, and uh, it, for, for some reason, uh, the the Commanders play their save their worst games for the Giants. Uh, although uh, you know we've seen versus the Eagles and the Cowboys, they they kind of rise up. So it, it it's stunning how they uh, how they uh, how the Giants uh, have got their number. But uh, but uh, I don't see uh, them making any kind of game of this year. The Cowboys easy. Dak Dak and then the roll. It was it was like some kind of you know I I go to the Marvel movies, John, and they do a um you know the multiverse, and like it was like some Tommy DeVito from some other universe came and traded places with the guy that I had seen for the previous the previous <laughs> few weeks. Yeah. I mean he he. <laughs> I mean, it's the best the, the Giants' though. offense has looked all season. I mean, he, he was yeah, nine sacks, nine sacks a little rough. Yeah, you gotta gotta make the decisions. Uh, you know, five sacks in the first quarter, nine overall. You gotta gotta get rid of that ball, son. But otherwise, uh, yeah, the, uh, a little offensive uh, variety uh, helped helped them out there. All right, so we have Washington at Dallas. John, you alluded to it that Washington does play, tend to play Dallas and Philly tough. Dallas coming off a a game that 
frankly, if you watched, it was a little closer than the score. Dallas 33, Carolina 10. Um, Dallas pulled away at the end. Carolina was in that game, but I really I feel like Dallas is kind of clicking on all cylinders here, and they do have a good tendency to kind of beat up on teams that are that are in the lower half of the league. And I know with Washington being in the division, it's a little different, but you know, it's not going out on a limb, but I'm going to predict a comfortable Cowboys victory senior. Yeah. Especially when you look at the, you look into the matchup and as John pointed out, the commander's secondary, very vulnerable and the Cowboys have really become a pass first offense where they're featuring Dak way more than their running game. He should have, you would think he should have a field day here. And then if they get ahead, you know what happens when Dallas gets ahead. Could be a long day for Sam Howell with Parsons and the boys with their ears pinned back coming after him. So, yeah, I, we'll put the jinx on the Cowboys, and I don't think we can jinx them in this one. Oof, that's a strong statement. <laughs> it's a strong statement right there. We Hope everyone's listening. We didn't just... We didn't just jinx it. We actually, Senior actually called out that we couldn't jinx it. Couldn't. Couldn't. So if there was ever a jinx, that was it. We'll see. And then we have San Francisco at Seattle in the nightcap. San Francisco, since they got Trent Williams back, all of a sudden look like the 49ers again. So, you know, I think after after this week, I'm comfortable saying I've seen I've seen exactly one team in the NFL this year that I would call a dominant team that has shown that has shown dominance to their game. And that is San Francisco with Trent Williams. Doesn't mean they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I think to me, they almost have to be the favorite if they're healthy, because as we'll get to a lot, you know, there's. There's a lot of mediocrity and a little, you know, slightly better than mediocrity. And a lot of teams have flaws and they look to be the most complete team in football, um, in my opinion. So they 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 played a very good game at home against Tampa Bay. 27-14 Niners, Brock Purdy, perfect passer rating. First time it had been done, um, I believe, since was it Joe Montana did it for the Niners senior, if I'm not mistaken, I think is when they said it, they said on the broadcast. Yes, they did. So that means that Steve Young never did it, and he was a pretty good quarterback over there too. So, yeah, it was a great game. I'll echo everything you said. They are they are the the complete team that if they're healthy, it's hard to find a weakness in, and everybody else has at least some flaw. Again, that doesn't mean that they're going to beat everybody, but they're really good. And, yeah, uh, Pur- Purdy's yeah, the closest like- thing to a weakness that could show in the playoffs, right? He, he, did, he had a great game, but he does tend to have a throw or two every game that are, you know, a little shaky. Um, he, but like John's mentioned it, and it's, it is so true, getting getting Trent Williams back, keeping that that pocket clean has all of a sudden Purdy's not throwing picks like he was <laughs> a few weeks ago. Yeah, and he also got Debo back, which is gives him a lot of toys to play with, and he he t- tends to do a good job of distributing it around to all the toys, and with probably the best running back in football, you're handing the ball to him behind that offensive line too, and the defense is really good. I mean, they're they're a complete team, no doubt about it. So yeah, I'll take the 49ers over the Seahawks definitely. And then they are play going to Seattle, tough tough loss for the 
for the Seahawks here. Gino went down mid-game, um, ended out coming back in, but was clearly limited. And, you know, I think one of the things with the Seahawks is Drew Locke's considered one of the better backups in the league. And oof, oof, he did not. He he he, he just didn't have it. He was awful. And that, that kind of cost them that game. So nice win for the Rams. Um, to me, takes a little bit of the luster off this game. Gino may not play. San Francisco has kind of kind of had Seattle's number over the last few years. Like, I hate to say it, John, but I, I think we could be looking at like a like a blowout in Seattle in in prime time, like a thirty-five to ten type of thing. So I like the Niners big here. What about you? Yeah, you're in my you're in my head. Uh, Gino may not play. Uh, Walk, Kenneth Walker's out, and uh, it's I'm I'm looking at the same way. Uh, Trent Williams is, in, you know, as I said before, is probably could could be the MVP of the league. And uh, it's hard to believe though if if that kick if the Myers kick goes through that that they, they would have came into this game with the same record. It's just uh, it's unfathomable. Uh, a great great job by Pete Carroll, but there's a there's a huge difference uh, w- with these two teams. I think San Francisco is way better and. Uh, and, and just going back to that game, it seems like they had a lot more time, and, and they kind of settled on the uh, at the 38-yard line. They said, "Okay, Myers, you know, 55 yards. Here, here you go." I, I think they could have. Well, they ran, he ran a they ran a draw. Easy, so, yeah, <laughs> they ran a draw, and they, so that gave that man, you know, obviously a clock and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you throw, the, you try and throw a seven or eight-yard completion there, and you then if if you throw an incomplete, you got another try at it. You don't have to bite it to stop the clock. Maybe you get seven or eight yards on on either of those two plays, and you win the game instead of kicking a fifty-five yard field goal. Yeah, they they had uh, too much confidence. Yeah, Myers is above average kicker. Good question that play calling, that's for sure. Yeah, but but I I think uh, San Francisco easy, and and it's a tough time because uh, this this is one of those two and three weeks deals where they play each other, and to have. And, and and to have a, a Seattle not at its uh, healthiest uh, going into those games, uh, they're really staring into a, you know fighting for a wild card. But but you but you look at their schedule, uh, it, it, it's a you know it, it's a compliment to Pete Carroll. They they really don't have too many uh, quality as far as wins. I mean they got that one on Detroit that was early in the year, with Detroit you know kind of uh, slacked off uh, early in the year. And the only other kind of quality win I guess you could say Cleveland, but otherwise uh, it's a lot of. Uh, Victories over Giants, Carolina, et cetera. Yeah, I mean, they were uh, you play swept, swept by the Rams is pretty ugly. Yeah, but looking at the next three, you got <laughs> two with San Francisco uh, uh, wrapped around a Dallas game. And then uh, after those three, uh, you got Philly. So That's, <laughs> Seattle's uh, looking. I mean, awesome. It would be it's like if they, if they come out of that one and three, it's a surprise, right? Like that's yeah. almost certainly 0-4. Yeah, that would that would be the only way to yeah. If they, they'd have to steal one to have a fighting shot for a, for a wild card. So it's a if you're a Seahawks fan, it's, a, it's it's looking kind of rough. Yeah, well, you know, Pete's done a great job with that team, and I like the guy a lot. But I just questioned his late game play call. No one's ever done that before. Uh, yeah, it's, it's shocking that Pete Carroll would make Senior. a <laughs> Pete Carroll would make a, a late game uh, play call. That's questionable. That's that's shocking. There's no history of that. It's tough. We're taking taking shots like at the bike at poor Pete Carroll now, former Patriot like head him. coach. I think he's a good coach. I like him. 
that was just there. That was low hanging fruit, you know. That is, you know, if 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 it's teed up like that, you have no choice but to <laughs> knock it out of the park, right? Uh, <laughs> you know, you know what they say. You're always judged that uh, they judge you by your worst moment. Uh, that's, a, that's a perfect example, right there. Yep. So. Uh, just feels good to bring back a happy memory with what we're going through this year. So oh, that's great. <laughs> it was a good week for the Patriots. Yeah, that's yeah, right. They didn't lose. They didn't lose. Yeah. Well, the so Giants win was good. Was kind of good for the Patriots as well. I think, like from a draft pick perspective, right? So hmm. I can't root for my team to lose, but I, I I'm happy to root for other teams to to, to win. Um, all right, and then fr- Friday. Three o'clock, cool start time. I like everything about this, um, except the matchup. We have Miami at the Jets. John, I think, I think you defending a poor quarterback is going to become like the new quote-unquote vote of confidence. That you know the dreaded vote of confidence. So two weeks ago, John gave me a hard time about questioning whether Mac Jones or Zach Wilson belonged in the NFL. And a short two weeks later, John, Wilson uh, is <laughs> relegated to clipboard duty, third string. And it looks like all, all signs point to Mac not starting for the Patriots. But the Jets um, go to Buffalo in really a must-win game for their playoff hopes. And Buffalo just lays the smack down. Um, really defensively, the Jets could could do less than zero on offense. It was a um, just a smothering performance by the by the Buffalo defense, and you know the the Jets defense is reminiscent of some games last year where the the Jets defense does have have pride, but they are um, you know when the offense just gives you absolutely nothing it's tough it's tough and buffalo ends out scoring 32 points uh miami beats vegas 2013 not not a particularly impressive performance by the dolphins Tua was was off most of the day they gave they gave aiden o'connell and the raiders like multiple chances to tie that game in the, the you know jalen ramsey had a very good game on defense for miami and kind of kind of saved their bacon there um but I don't know how much analysis we need here, but I'll see what what you guys think. It's Tim Tim Rocky Boyle starting at quarterback for for the Jets. Um, by all accounts, only in the NFL because he's friends with Aaron Rodgers. And we have Miami even on the road. I, I have Miami by a minimum of 14 in this game, and the Jets not getting to 10 points. Senior. Yeah, I think you know if you're the Jets defense, you're starting to get discouraged, right? Constantly just getting thrown on the field. No support at all from the offense all year. And I don't know how optimistic you can feel. Oh, yeah, we, we're putting Rocky in, you know. So, yeah, I agree. that the, the Dolphins should win this game with relative ease. The Jets offense is, you know, you got, you got to hope your Brees Hall breaks a run or something. That's your only hope. It's kind of like the Steelers offense had the one play, you know. That's your only hope. I mean, they're unable to score. I mean, lost season for the Jets. You turn into Rocky Boyle. I don't, I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know. I, I would say that that probably means that Zach Wilson will never take another snap again in a Jets uniform. Oh, I, mean, I think it's, it's more, more, 
more than it's probably being benched for Rocky Boyle. I mean, it's the ultimate. So and yeah, Simeon. Yeah, he's third. Yeah, yeah, he's done. Yeah. He's he's done. The experiment's over. Um, yeah. Number two so, pick. John, before you make your pick, I know we were we were messaging a little on Sunday, and got to not not some not great vibes from the the WR one for the Jets either, which could potentially just see you know, that could be a big part of this. A big part of this change is just. You just have to do something to not totally lose the locker room. But tough day, tough day for Garrett Wilson, John. Yeah, he does. He's he's definitely a talent. Uh, you hate to see him get sucked down into the uh, quarterback. I, I mean, obviously next year when Aaron comes back and uh, he'll, he'll he'll rise up. But he definitely uh, he's definitely going down with the with the core with the poor quarterback play and. Uh, you know whether it's a you know fumbles and uh, you know his acting out and uh, and they even drop passes uh, you know you don't want him to start you know you don't want to lose a, a talent like that to to get so discouraged that uh, you know his, his play starts coming down but I, I think it's it's just uh, because of the disaster with the offensive line and uh, the quarterback situation I, I think he'll rise back up next year when you get Aaron and uh, some competency at the at the quarterback. Uh, back in there but uh, as a young uh, player you also have to learn to lose uh, you know respectfully uh, and, and and not just to take take it out on everybody but uh, you, you see you guys pointed out that that's what ha- that's what happens uh, with the defense uh, like you see even even uh, sauce uh, gardeners you know get, getting burned uh, you know as great as he is and uh, the deep the defense you know psychologically it's just just a you know, for them to have to carry the team every week, there's definitely a little uh, Quitsville uh, going on when uh, you get so discouraged that no matter what you do, because of the the horrible offense. But uh, for for nice for I, I think uh, Boyle's been watching and, and and he sees exactly what not to do <laughs> as far as uh, Zach Wilson. So he's going to do the opposite. At least he's going to get rid of the ball quick and uh, and and he'll probably look for uh, Garrett Wilson a lot. To, to redeem himself, uh, and uh, I think the Jets going to keep it close. Uh, they they're going to be home. They, they you know the the crowd. They they it's a shame because they they really souped this first Black Friday game up. They were hoping it was going to be Aaron versus Tua, and uh, it was going to be a lot uh, bigger game than it's going to turn out to be. But uh, I, I think the the Jets will still uh, keep keep it respectable, and uh, they'll, they'll probably cover the spread and and, and keep it close with the boiler. A couple right. of bad plays early, and the home crowd could turn on them. The Boo Birds could come out, and that would that might be even worse than playing on the road. I mean, yeah, I think I, I think they're realistic at this point. I mean, they have to be right that this team's going nowhere. I don't see Miami as a as a as a powerhouse though. We I've said it before uh, they haven't really beaten anybody uh, uh, good, and, and that'll continue even if they win this game. They haven't beaten so anybody exactly. But but let's see yeah but let's see you know two and a hill let's see them put up uh, some numbers versus Jets defense I think that the Jets defense is going to bounce back they it, they kind of packed it in a little uh, last game discouraged but I think they're going to really bounce back and that's going to be the reason why they're, they're going to keep this close and and maybe could even pull the upset with the boiler is going to maybe the boiler can make a couple plays. All right, the boiler, John. John, 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 John you came as, as close to picking the boiler to uh, win that game as I, as, <laughs> I wanted if to. I, but yeah. If I close my eyes, I can see Boyle completing a pass to Ramsey 
for a touchdown. Well, you saw Boyle's his numbers, his college oh, numbers. Oh my gosh! Yeah. The last year, one touchdown, one touchdown, thirteen picks. At UConn. Uh, yeah, I mean, don't you think any one of us could go out there and do that? I think I could do that. Just shut my eyes and throw the ball 14 times. That's probably how it ends up. The one touchdown, 13 picks. All right. Next up, let's take a look here, boys. Jacksonville at Houston on Sunday. Great game. Great game. Houston um, survived a spirited effort by the Cardinals' defense to win 21-16. Stroud looked human, throwing three interceptions, if memory serves. Um, but that is the mark of a, of, a, of a good team is that you're able to win games when you're not playing your best. And Arizona is much improved with um, with Kyler Murray back. And they said their defense played very good in this game. Jacksonville um, stomped a hole in Tennessee, who is uh, completely cooked. Their defense is very bad. I, I don't know how much to take away from that. So it's a very interesting game because I think it's a very difficult game to call, especially with it being in in Houston. Um, I think the one thing the one thing I'm certain of is that you're going to have a lot of points in this game. So I think it's going to be another Texans shootout. And as crazy as it sounds, in a game like that. You know, you want to go with the guy who's proven to be able to win those before. If you put the ball in his hands at the end of the game, he's going to he's going to get it done. And that's C.J. Stroud. So I'm going to pick the Texans to win high scoring affair senior. Yeah, that's that's the two ways you're looking at this. Pick the better quarterback. You got to say Stroud. I mean, Lawrence had a good game last week, but he hasn't had a very good year. And like you say, a good game against the Tennessee defense is you could almost not count it. but. If you go the John D way and pick the better defense, I think the I think the Jags have a better defense. But I'm going to go quarterback driven league. I, it seems like things are just breaking for this kid. And even even in the bad game last week with the three interceptions, that kid keeps his chin up and comes out after throwing a pick and makes more more good throws. He still threw for. I mean, he he's over 300 yards every game. I think it was like three and a quarter and two touchdowns. It's like something magical is happening over there with that kid. So um, I'm going to go with CJ as well in a close game, which should be a really fun game, a game I'm looking forward to. All right, John. Uh, I'm going to be on Jags Island here. Uh, although, although the first game uh, in Jacksonville, uh, the Texans stomped them uh, 37-17. But I think uh, the the experience uh, uh, coaching uh, uh, Peterson will, will come up with some uh, new plays and uh, and make some adjustments over that uh, over that loss and uh, the law of the averages uh, these two you know t- tight division rivals that usually go at it they they usually go one on one every year and uh, and and knock each other off and uh, and like you guys said yeah Stroud's starting to come come down to earth a little I don't know if uh, it's because uh, it, it, I think it's it's more of uh, him getting more confident and thinking that he can make every play, and uh, he, he's getting burned a, a couple times. But uh, I look for the Jacksonville to step up and revenge that uh, early season loss and uh, taking a, clo- a close one, and like you guys said, probably a high score, and uh, it should, should be an exciting game. But I'll, 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 I'll be on Jags Island. All right. I don't think it's a terrible place to be, John. Game's, game's kind of a coin flip. Yeah. All right. Um, not another another very good game. 
Sunday at 425, we have Buffalo at Philly. So Buffalo coming off the aforementioned get right win against the Jets. Um, We've talked about their schedule getting significantly more difficult after this Jets game. And here's where it begins. Philly, um, 21-17 victory over Kansas City on Monday night football in um, a lower scoring game than people than people thought. Kansas City, I felt like, kind of gave the game away. I, I was not, as I haven't been all season, but they keep winning. Super impressed with the, with Philadelphia in this game. Um, this game's in Philly. Buffalo's had a tough year. I think Buffalo wins the game. I, I, I just do. I think, I think, I think these things tend to turn. Buffalo has a number of losses this year where they probably should have won. And Philly, on the other hand, has a number of close wins. And usually these things don't hold. And just, I, I, I just, I have a gut feeling on this one, guys, that, that Buffalo gets it done against, against the Eagles. John. No, I can't, I can't see that. Uh, <laughs> one 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 great game versus the Jets, uh, and yeah, then you think Buffalo is a and then, you know defense and, and they've turned it around. It's like, nah. I, I, the I pick don't see the pick that. is as much an anti Eagles pick as it is a pro Buffalo pick. All right, perusing the uh, Buffalo <laughs> schedule. Uh, other than that, uh, that Miami, when they blew out Miami uh, early early in the year, they have they don't have uh, I don't I don't see any quality wins jumping out at me. I I, I see. Uh, you know, a lot of Jets, uh, you know, and, and even and even an embarrassing loss to the Patriots, uh, you know, that Buffalo has on their resume. So uh, I don't see any quality wins. Just a big step up in uh, in competition uh, uh, from the Jets. And uh, I think Philly's going to going to run on them and uh, and, and Philly's going to going to look back and and say and say, yeah, we didn't play good in a lot of these. But they, 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 all they do is win. And uh and, and they're going to keep getting better. So I'm going with Philly on this. It's a pick that makes sense, John. Senior. Yeah, I mean, the, the Monday night game was, if you want to look at it, we I mean the two best teams in football. So you're going to have maybe the, well, what the, at least that's what we thought going in, right? That's whatever, that's how it was advertised. Super Bowl rematch, Super Bowl preview, and I mean, in some ways, it wasn't that well played, especially from the Chiefs' point of view offensively, right? All, all the drop passes, the one at the end that would have won the game, um, the turnovers, Travis Kelsey fumbling in the red zone, um, the bad, bad pick thrown into the end zone, very, very uncharacteristic. So the Eagles... The Eagles got the win, and you can't, you can't you can't take it away from them. After a after a while, you're nine and one. You got to have something going for you. And the biggest thing they have going for them is what we talk about: the trenches. They're really good in the trenches. The Bills, the Bills in the trenches aren't that bad. The Bills, most of the Bills' losses you can attribute to turning the ball over. I mean, that's just been their bugaboo. And obviously, you can't you can't afford to do that. You're not going to beat the Eagles if you turn it over. The Chiefs just found that out, but I get a feel. You know, could the Bills be a trap game? Is that possible? It seems crazy, but you just played this big, big, big hyped-up games Monday night. You're on a short week, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I, I mean, I was going to pick the Bills at the beginning, so I am. I just got a sneaky feeling that they're going to win this game, and the Eagles are going to take their second loss. 
you know, they're, they're finding that way to win every game. The Bills have found ways to lose games, and it kind of turns around in this one. If the, you know, the, you, you don't, the, new, the new offensive coordinator, maybe we're not going to turn the ball over as much, at least now that's still there, and that shine is still there. So I'm taking, I'm taking the Bills. Wow. Okay. I, I, can see, I can see where you're coming from, though, Senior, because the Eagles, there really isn't that sense of urgency because they know they got that. They got those three bye weeks at the end of the season with the Arizona and then the two giant games and uh, and even Seattle's not not really looking like a tough game. So oh. they get they get through this one and then they got San Francisco and Dallas. So if they get this one and 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 even just win one of those games, uh, they they got an easy fourteen and three uh, and and a home field. Uh, so there's not that urgency. So I can I can see where you guys are coming from, but I still I'm still shocked at the you know the the line. We don't talk gamble too much, but the line's only three and a half. Uh, because I, I guess uh, the, you know the odds makers are saying the same thing you guys that the Eagles, you know, not winning impressively, ju- just winning. But but I, I I think it's a mirage that they're gonna they're gonna get better. Well, I think Buffalo. a big part of the line is coming off that huge Monday night game too. Yeah, let down. Yeah, yeah, let down. yeah mm-hmm. if you're ever gonna let down, this this is mm-hmm. the perfect spot, right? This is the predictable spot to break to let down a little bit. Allen needs to play a clean game, so. Picking Buffalo, you're you're taking a leap of faith there, right? That Allen that Allen's going to play a clean game. Mm-hmm. If he plays a clean game, they they can win the game. I agree with you, John. Philly's going to be able to run on them. Buffalo is good in the trenches, but not great as Cincinnati has shown. Um, but Buffalo Buffalo has, but Buffalo can score on Philly's D. It, they just can't turn the ball over. So it's I think it's a real interesting game. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, just like with Miami, Buffalo and Miami, they they got to show me they get get a quality win. Otherwise, I'm just looking at a first round knockouts. Uh, Kansas City at Vegas. So the I I assume we I, I suppose we we need to talk about it, right? Um, pretty glaring in the in the Kansas City Philadelphia game that um the receivers it's it's not the first time this year if you remember I believe Kadarius Tony cost cost Kansas City a game yeah. with drops earlier in the season in this game multiple drops um none worse than Marquez Valdez Scantling dropping the game winning touchdown on the last drive followed immediately by Justin Watson dropping a pass on fourth down that would have um that would have given them the first down it's um it's Kelsey he's older but I mean, he's still very good but I I think it's pretty clear, like he can't just do it by himself at this point, right? And they they need they need one of these guys to step up. Like Rice has been probably their most consistent receiver, but he's a rookie. So um, this this has the the this has the feel, and they have the look of a team that could go down like early in the playoffs because because of this um, because they can't score points like as crazy as that as cra- crazy as that sounds for when you're talking about the the Kansas City Chiefs I mean they get shut out in the second half um, not the first time that's happened this season um, it's a shame because their defense is the best their defense has ever been their defense played a fantastic game um, against a very very good Philadelphia offense I mean they were in you know they made Hurts his life miserable the whole game, but they're they're struggling to score points. So it's a you know and there's only so much time left for for one of these guys to develop and step up as a 
as a legitimate second option for them. Um, they go to Vegas. Vegas's defense played a good game against against Miami, and they they've been spirited obviously since McDaniel's left. Um, with that said, I mean I think you have to pick the Chiefs here, but I'm gonna give give the give the listeners, you know, the Cowboy says keep an eye on the on this one for an upset. Wouldn't wouldn't shock me. Similar to the Chargers last week, wouldn't shock me if Vegas pulls this one out. Senior. Yeah, you know this whole Chiefs thing. What we talked about, it, what, what you just said—a great defense, a historically great quarterback, one of the greatest ever, a number one tight end in football, and a very pedestrian group of wide receivers. I think I've seen a team go with that formula before. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's eerily, eerily similar, isn't it? Yeah, I mean it's it's a shame. It's a shame that these. I mean the two drops at the end that you mentioned were both just great, great throws by Mahomes. He he gets the job done. They lead. They're leading the NFL in drops, and I think it's by a, a pretty wide margin. I saw the stat. It's a it's a terrible receiving core. You know, but these guys are professional players. You'd think that they're going to eventually start hanging onto the ball a little bit more. Um, coming off a loss, I would I. If they, you know, I don't see them losing to the Raiders. I mean, the, the strength of that Raiders defense, the secondary is okay. The pass rush is what, you know, Crosby's unbelievable. But I think Mahomes will be able to evade it a little bit and make plays. And I think they might lean on Pacheco, too, because you can run on the Raiders. I don't see them losing to the second game in a row and it being to the Raiders. So I I got to go with the Chiefs. I'm not saying in a blowout because they're, they're not scoring enough enough points to blow blow teams out, but their defense should have a lot of success with a rookie quarterback. I don't see the Raiders piling up many points and I see the chiefs getting to eight and three winning this one. All right, John. Well, looking behind the obvious, uh, the the story of the the game was the drops, uh, you know, with with the receivers, just like it was like week one, it was Tony. And then, and even in that Denver game, although the the score was a little misleading, there there was a key drop by uh, Sky Moore that dropped a a key touchdown. So it's not just like one thing you could point to, but uh, it it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be as a woman. I mean, it, it just comes down to simply to, to guys holding on to the ball, uh, Andy Reid's offense. Uh, obviously, guys are still getting open, and and uh, you just, just, so it's just you can't just you know point to one guy. And uh, they do have uh, some some potential. Uh, like a uh, Rice looks like Rice would be like a perfect uh, number two receiver, which unfortunately they don't have a number one. Like uh, like if Hill was still there, Rice would be the perfect uh, number two receiver. He looks that looks like it was a good uh, pick for them. But uh, but also it, it kind of uh, shielded. The the two big dogs, their two Hall of Famers, both made critical turnovers in the red zone, which which even which so you wouldn't have had to rely on Valdez, Cantlin, and Watson. If if your two big guys, you know, come through and, and don't make those 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 big turnovers in the red zone, then it doesn't have to come down to that. So they they kind of got that that kind of got overshadowed, and and everybody was was blamed on the uh, on the drop. So. You know, have we seen that with, with Mahomes before? When you know, when he makes a, a you know crucial turnovers like that, a, a little sloppy, that you know, it could come back to bite him. But I, I don't think it's cause for alarm. We we've seen it with Andy Reid before, when his failures before he came to the Chiefs, 
when he was with Philly and they couldn't win the big one way. Sometimes he he gets too far away from his run game. His run game was rolling fine with Pacheco and uh, Andy Reid. You know, sometimes he becomes too pass happy. So uh, the Hall of Fame coach and uh, the the tight end and the quarterback I got to share some of the blame for the loss. But once again, like Philly, they're they're in the same boat. They they could uh there's really not that sense of urgency that they they can win going away and it's no big loss even if they have to have to go on the road and, and beat, uh, you know, the Ravens in the championship game. They could, they could still do that. You know, it, it it's not like the, they're not going to make it even if they don't get home field and have to play that extra game, uh, the Chiefs. So um, I, I look at it as that they're going to clean it up. And uh, when it comes down to it in the playoffs, whoever it is, whether, you know, whether it's whatever, whatever receiver is going to make the play, uh, I'll, I'll still rely on Mahomes, uh, Reed and, uh, and Kelsey when, when it comes into playoffs. Uh, so there's not much cause for alarm there, and I don't I don't see the Raiders. Uh, you know, they they were confident. You know, it's nice to have when you coach your first two games against the Giants and the Jets. Uh, you're gonna look like fucking Vince Lombardi, but then then when real competition rolls in, and and even uh, you know, a paper you know, a paper uh, division leader like Miami. So they haven't really been tested yet. I think uh, the Chiefs are gonna give Antonio Pierce a little humble pie in this game. All right, so we're all on the Chiefs, and then, you know, Sunday night football, Ravens at Chargers. I'm calling it. This is the this is the swan song. This is it for Staley. <laughs> Ravens win. Ravens win, probably because of some stupid decision that he makes. But yeah, it'll, I, it'll I, be like fourth and thirty-one at the uh, thirty-two yard line, and he'll probably, you know, and they'll be down by two, and instead of kicking the field goal, he'll go for it. <laughs> I like the Ravens here. Any anyone want to go out on a limb for the Chargers? No, you know when you talk yep. about the big picture for the Ravens, just a few weeks ago it was like this was the best division in football. It's going to be could go to any one of the teams. Well, now I know I know they had a, a tough injury with Andrews, but it's not as bad as the Bengals suddenly on on this huge threat without Burrow and really even though Cleveland's defense is real good. I don't see them winning the division with really a non-quarterback. And the Steelers are the Steelers. So things have broken pretty well for the Ravens as well. Uh, I see, Of course, I see them beating the Chargers. Everybody beats the Chargers. And I see them walk into this division title now. Man, maybe home. the big thing will be home field. Yep, they could very well get it. Yeah, I mean, they're number one seed right now. Um Cleveland is only a half game back. So, but to your point, senior, I mean, if Cleveland loses to Denver this week, Baltimore beats Los Angeles. Now it's a game and a half, which could be insurmountable with, uh, with the quarterback situation in Cleveland. So I like the call senior. I I got a question for you guys. Was, uh, was Bill Belichick uh, spending the off week in the, uh, in the California (laughs) area uh, searching for some real estate? Yeah, with that personnel, he could oh, probably boy. get his record a lot quicker. We all know that. So who knows? Who knows what's going on there? No comment. We'll talk about it. <laughs> we'll talk about it after the season, Chad. But, right. I mean, it, it is a um, it is like that is the kind of job that would make sense. Right. Where the um, where the talent's already in place so he doesn't have to go and, you know choose it i'm gonna have a i'm gonna have a very sleepless night saturday because um you know 
I'm very worried about what quarterback is going to be starting Sunday. Whether it's going to be Bailey, uh, Mac, or uh, or Will Greer. It's going to be. Yeah, I mean, everybody's on the edge of their seat. <laughs> it, uh, it, it's uh, Pat's Giants. I don't think we need to pick this one, guys. We'll just it just is what it just is what it is. You know, it's pretty bad statement from for our home team when. The visiting team has the clear edge at quarterback without Oswald Cobblepot, but they do. <laughs> it's a rough one. Just a rough game. I don't know how the Giants are able to even practice this week without knowing which of those three quarterbacks are going to play. Yeah, who do you prepare for? I mean, you know. <laughs> so it's really like, am I just going to just stand still as the defender and they're going to throw it right to me? Or am I going to have to take a step to the left? You know what I mean, John? Uh, but but I, I do fear, uh, you know, Bill kind of dominates uh, rookie quarterbacks. Uh, even those with, you know, with a future, even future Hall of Famers like Tommy D. Tommy That's Davis. right. Even, <laughs> I can guarantee you, even senior, even senior who likes nothing more than to throw a Patriots victory into somebody's face. Isn't going to say a word if the Patriots win this game. There'll be no, there'll be no gloating next week. No, no. What, what is there to say, really? We're kind of in the same boat. The G-men actually look a little better after last week, but we're in the same boat. Yeah. The, the, the commanders are, the, are like the Jets are to you guys. So. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, that's probably, that's like another... Unfortunately for the patch draft position, it's almost a guarantee they beat the Jets. Uh, I'm not. I'm. I'm not on into driving the tank, especially from what I've seen. Uh, everybody's telling me that you know Caleb Williams and Drake May are the two top quarterbacks. I I had a chance to check them both out, and I definitely was not impressed uh, with either. So uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean they. <laughs> They look better than what the, the, that smorgasbord, that, that choice that Bill is going to make this week that he's taking right down to the wire. That's for sure. I mean, he might as well be, cho- be choosing between the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> you want mobility with no arm? <laughs> or, you want, or you want an inaccurate statue? All right, so... Good stuff, guys. I hope I hope both of you have a great Thanksgiving. Listeners, I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Um, it's one of my, you know, it's almost like a, an additional football Sunday we get is the way I look at Thanksgiving with better food. So I get to sit down, hopefully, and just kind of eat and watch football for 12 and, hours. And Black Friday, too. Uh, the first Black, Black Friday, Friday game. Yes. Yeah. So I'll be playing basketball on Black Friday before the game. So it's a real, real jam-packed weekend coming up here. So we are here on the North-South Connection Podcast Network, where I have one other show. It's called Talking Docs. I do it with Logan and Jenny. Please check it out. John, anything you'd like to talk about? Uh, no, sir. All right. And Senior, we know you're a one-trick pony. So for John and Senior, I'm the Cowboy. Happy Thanksgiving to all. We'll be back, and the the big question on everyone's mind is, is it still let's ride for a fifth week in a row, or are the Cleveland Browns going to be in first place in that division? Probably not, right, senior? 
Chargers, Chargers victory not happening. Anyone but the Steelers. Oh. Anyone but anyone but Pittsburgh. Anyone but Pittsburgh. Go Bengals, right, senior? Yeah, I mean, if that's the look of a first place team, that's pretty sad. John John talks about the Dolphins being a paper first place. I mean, if the Steelers were ever in first place, it'd be the biggest joke ever. NFL.com has sold one Jake Browning jersey, and that was the senior. He'll have, he'll, he'll have it ready to rock on Sunday. Carve him up, Jake. Jake the Snake 2.0. All right. So for Senior and for John, I'm the Cowboy. Everybody enjoy the holiday, and we are out of here.